Hi, and welcome to the Expansive Business Podcast. My name is Eric Kruger. It is great to be with you on uh, this Wednesday afternoon when we are recording, uh, because if you don't know, we are recording the Expansive Podcast live on LinkedIn and on Facebook every Wednesday at 3 p.m. South African Standard Time. And of course, as always, I'm joined by my ever-elegant co-host, Mr. John Sane. John, sitting in Cape Town. What's up, everybody? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you. Uh, we are now starting to have a little bit of sunshine again after about a week or 10 days of rain. So feeling good, feeling upbeat. Also, I've got myself okay into cocoon mode to be okay with lockdown 87,353. And so, uh, yeah, all good. Eh? Very good. Um, taking it easy, actually. Uh, did a heavy train workout this morning, but otherwise works pretty chilled. Couple things on the go, writing my new book. So nothing new. What's up with you? Is there is there a new Ironman or uh, triathlon that you are working towards, or are, you, or are you just training for the sake of it for now? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not going to do any of that. I think I've done what I need to do. I've achieved that goal, and yeah, I'll, I'll, no, I don't have any other races at this time planned. Mm. Yeah, listen, on my side, pretty much Groundhog Day, pretty much the same as every other time. Uh, creating content, shooting videos. Did some some work for Liberty this week where we were helping them to do like a, a short five to ten minute long video that they'll be sending out to their advisors. So yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty cool week so far. Working on a new talk. Same old the day. Same. It's Groundhog Day. <laughs> the it's same Groundhog old day. It's Groundhog Day. I, think I wish there was something like you know? super exciting to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. You unless know, you're and, in Ibiza I mean, or Mykonos, and all of my friends that are there. Stuff you. Stop sharing pictures. <laughs> You're irritating me. But uh, I'm going to go and try and get a vaccine after this so that I can start traveling again. I got a talk in Latvia and Lithuania coming up in September. And they said that I need to have a vaccination done in order to get the visas. So I'm mm. going to go and see if I can get a mm. vaccination and uh, also then tag on a Greek holiday after um, Lithuania. So let's see if that works out. But uh, looking forward to nice, exploring nice. and figuring out if that's possible. Do you still remember the uh, protocols for traveling? Like, when was the last time you were like out of the country? It was literally when you came back from Dubai. In yeah, yeah. But look, I can tell you this: is that I, the last time I traveled to Joburg, I forgot toothbrush and underwear. I, I don't even know how I packed like that. I get there and I don't have a toothbrush and I don't have any underwear. I'm like, my god, how did I pack? So I'm a bit out of the, I'm a bit like, you know, <laughs> I, need, I need to get my packing sorted again. But uh, yeah, rearing to go, yeah. like got a couple inquiries from South America and like a couple exciting things that could possibly happen. So really looking mm. forward to that uh, opportunity coming again to start doing some uh, mm. traveling. Listen, so today's episode is uh, titled Evolution and Experimentation. And the reason why we thought we would speak about this is because the expanse of it kind of started off as an experiment, right? And in many ways, it was a big experiment that we thought, like, let's run this podcast, let's see what happens with it. But then in between, you know, from episode one to episode, I think, 74, where we are at today, we've been running many small experiments in between. And like you were saying just before we jumped on, it's this experimentation that eventually leads you to evolution. And we are just entering into another big experiment now as we are speaking. Maybe you can kind of tee us up for that and take us through what that's going to look like. Yeah, I think we're in a time that like really asks us to evolve. The only way you can evolve is by trying things out, sucking at certain things as a beginner and having that beginner's mindset as you start evolving and trying to see what actually sticks, what grips, what doesn't grip, etc. 
So for example, this live version of the podcast that we're doing is also part of the experimentation. We saw a whole bunch of different brands from Spot. Hey, I just remembered we haven't done the Spotify live group. Should we do that next time, right, Eric? <laughs> so Spotify, Twitter, uh, all it, like all these platforms have now got these live rooms. And so we decided mm. to go live on LinkedIn and Facebook here. So I think where we are right now is getting ourselves out of the panic, the respond, the recover into a place of experimentation as we start to find our feet in this incredibly fast changing world. And so in our personal brands, we've been experimenting a lot. And also now with the expansive, we're experimenting a lot. So the couple of things that uh, I did on a personal brand, and I'll, and I'll use those as a starting point, and then you do the same, I think, and then we can come back to expansive. Mm. But I decided at the beginning of the year to really give LinkedIn a go and to market as hard as I can there. So I hired a LinkedIn team, a, a company that does LinkedIn. I hired a copywriter that would write essays with me every week. I got a PR company. And for six months, I gave gave myself the goal of following through very expensive three service providers, but to try and get myself out there into the right publications, onto LinkedIn and to all those sort of things. And, you know, after six months, I can tell you that I didn't really get any direct ROI on my money. What I mm. did do in, in, in hindsight is I developed some more thought leadership into the marketplace. The lady that I, Chantal and I, who wrote uh, all the essays together for the last six months are now becoming part and parcel of my new book. I learned so much about LinkedIn and the potential of LinkedIn and realizing that you need a full-time person focused on LinkedIn. And so after six months, and I said to all of the service providers, I said, look, there's nothing wrong with your service. It's just, I wanted to try it for six months, see what happens. And then for the next six months of the year, I'm focusing 100% of my time on TikTok, and I'm saying, well, okay, I did all the writing. I did all the thought leadership. I did that. It was great. I didn't get any direct ROI, but that's okay. I wasn't really expecting mm. that. And you have no idea what indirect ROI you actually got. There's no way For you sure. can tell. And then on the TikTok side now, I'm thinking, okay, well, how do I use video to take my existing content, repurpose it? And then now I've taken that investment I made on that side. Now I'm investing it in on TikTok and trying to develop a more video-based short video forms that I can share across the way. And so if you are mm. listening to this podcast or you're listening to this live, you would have noticed in the last few days, all of a sudden, there's a lot of new videos coming out. And so that's going to be the next thing for the next six months. And look, mm. will it will it give us the end result of putting us into that sort of global marketplace? Maybe, maybe not. Mm. But we're in the space of experimentation and evolving. Mm. And rather than just doing what we've always done, let's try new things. And yes, will it cost money? Yes. Do you have a guarantee mm. that money's going to give you anything? No, but you're in the marketplace and you've got to be experimenting and trialing things out continuously. Otherwise, how do you evolve? How do you actually get grips mm. with something new? Tell me what's happening for you. I, th I think it's a, it's a very valid point that when we look at social media channels in just in general, where they end up is very different from where they start. And I think yes. people forget that. And TikTok yes. is a great example that when it started, yeah. I mean, it was musically before, right? So it, became, yes. it was musically, then it came TikTok. So obviously it was very dance driven. And I think if you're in the entertainment space, it's still going to be the, like the best platform for you. It's going to give you the most amount of growth, but there's definitely a shift that's happening where now there's a lot of education based content. Big time. Um, it's, it's, it's become more mature in many ways. Big time. In fact, I sent, yeah. I sent Anita, my business manager, lots of TikToks. And she's like, can you please stop doing that? It takes me down a tunnel. <laughs> and I said, you know what's so funny? Imagine universities were built like TikToks and you were going down a tunnel of learning. 
Like mm. 30 second to three minute pieces of learnings continuously. I mean, I think it's just it's genius. It's, uh, it really yeah. is genius. I mean, not, I, don't, I don't want to stray too far off the topic, but it's going to be interesting to see where this ends because I find myself, even with a TikTok that is 20 seconds long, getting bored if I don't get yeah. the dopamine hits quickly enough, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. that's 20 seconds. So yeah. I'm interested to see where this ends five years down the line. What's, what's interesting to me is that I can sit on TikTok, get bored after 10 seconds. I can watch a YouTube video that's 30 minutes long. Yeah. Right, like it's, weird, huh? it's interesting how your expectation of the platform changes how you engage with the content. Absolutely, I agree. So for me, experimentation this year has definitely been very video based. I think, and uh, like YouTube has been my my bit of sort of project of love since the start of the year, and I've I've really gone deep in trying to understand how does YouTube work, how do you tell a better story, uh, what does digital storytelling look like. Got a camera, like taught myself a bit of editing, like. I've actually, I've just really enjoyed the process of learning a new skill as well in the, in this time. Because I think what often happens when you just outsource things immediately is that you don't develop your own style, which is an important thing that you are always evolving as well, right? Like your, your, your look and feel of your brand always evolves over time. And I think if we just outsource that immediately, what you are essentially getting is someone else's look and feel instead of your own. And so with YouTube, that's kind of what I wanted to do is like dive in, experiment, try different filters, try different ways of editing, try different ways of doing a video, try different ways of telling a story and kind of see what does my style look like when I, when I do these sort of longer format videos. Cause on YouTube, I'm typically doing about 10 minutes of video, but then I've also been doing the, the shorter ones, um, on Instagram reels and on TikTok. Uh, so we'll see how it goes, but like it, it's been a really interesting journey to take a skill that we have, which is, because I mean, that's what we do for a living is we are telling stories on stage and sharing ideas on stage and to take that into a video format and to build it out into a way that people are engaged for 10 minutes long, which by the way, almost never happens. Like if you go and look at YouTube analytics, 30 to 40% of your audience actually gets to the end of your video, which is a bit disheartening, but it's also fine. Yeah, well, I think it's two things there, right? It's the TikTok mindset of expectation of being continuously entertained nonstop. And also, there's so much content. Like, mm. you can, you know, you need 57 versions of yourself to just listen to all the content all day, every day. It's just like it's nonstop. So I think it becomes really tough to choose what you're listening to, you know, and how often you're giving it time and energy and yeah, so there's a lot there. So well done. I think I think also if if, if the people listening haven't checked out Eric's uh, YouTube page, go check it out. He's done really good work there. He's put a lot of effort in. You're very meticulous about what you do, and I think it's it's well done. I, I've seen you evolve through it. Mm. I love the fact that you're learning so many new thanks, things brother. and bringing none of it to the expensive. So yeah, thanks so much for that. <laughs> so um, yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about the expansive now. Now that Eric's done jack for expansive, so um, no, I'm kidding. Um, so what we've done with the expansive over the last couple of years is there's been one of us pushing the other one of us to keep doing things, and the one keeps saying no, and the other ones keep saying yes. Answer the competition now. Who you think is the one pushing the one or the other? And you could win an hour with Eric on a coaching session. Uh, anyway, it's me who keeps asking Eric to do 57 th different things and I keep getting booted. But finally, finally, Eric agreed. And now we have begun a journey 
that is going to help us grow our expansive platform because we also think that the expansive started off as a podcast and because people aren't commuting to work anymore the, the, the type of what you listen to on a podcast has changed so we've also got to evolve with the times and so we're thinking okay well shorter video form of the podcasts and this is what we're doing now we, we're experimenting with whatsapp groups we're experimenting with shorter form videos with titles and so we're just trying to figure out how to make it more of a multi um, adaptive multi-platform expression of the expansive. Mm. So it's not just mm. stuck uh, on LinkedIn or on, on, on podcasts. So I'm really excited. I, I think I think it's cool just to have the commitment from both of us for the next six months, uh, have the budget in place and really start to learn because I also think that the guy that we've hired to, to, to work with us, Gideon, um, has got a lot to teach us. You know, I think it's Peter Diamandis who actually pays interns to be, who, to make him the intern. So he has this mm. reverse intern process, right? So you have these 25-year-olds interning 50-year-olds or, or helping them, you know, or men, sorry, not in, not intern, mentoring. So he's got these 22-year-olds mentoring him and he's 60. And I, and I feel mm. Gideon's doing the same thing for us, almost teaching us about the digital world from the bottom up rather than from our perspective down. Dude, <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I remember when we just started talking about TikTok, I remember there was a phase where we spoke about it and we were like, nah, like not for us. And then there was a phase where we were like, okay, I think I need to do this, but geez, I don't know where don't to know start. How. Like, this is <laughs> so weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and then we figured out, oh, what you do is you hire someone who's way younger and who actually understands yeah. the yeah, platform, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Um, so that's quite funny. But I think yeah. um, to kind of add on to what you're saying is that what, what the expansive has become is, Number one, like there's a lot of commitment from both of us to show up every week and do this. And it's been great to have that commitment. And often, you know, we don't necessarily know what we're going to speak about on the day, but like it comes to us, we have the conversation and there's always something valuable that sort of pops out. I learn a we lot hope. from just having these conversations. We hope, <laughs> we hope something we hope. valuable pops up. <laughs> yeah. and, and what we've seen is that it's a great relationship builder. Right, like we've gone into many conversations with clients. They've either hired us because of the podcast, or when we get into the conversation, they're like, "We love the podcast. We 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 feel like we already know you." Yeah, and we also want to put that onto steroids. And what that means is that you need to invest more time, effort, money into it. And just you know, looking at the way that we live our lives, unfortunately, we don't always have the time to be intentional about sharing everything we do because there's mm -hmm. a lot that we do do. So I think. Something I like about this this route that we are taking now is that it takes a lot of that off of our hands and we mm. get to focus on the things that we are good at and we get to uh, allow someone who's good at what they do to amplify the message. Mm. And, you know, it, I think it's you've always been very good at that, at bringing people into your fold that you think will help you to bolster the areas where you either don't have time or where you feel like you aren't as strong. I'm really looking forward to the journey and seeing what this is going to going to yeah. for us. You know, I was, I was chatting this morning uh, with a friend and he was, I was, we were talking about containers is to create the container, not always need to know what has to go inside the container, but create the container. It's okay. Well, through the process of experimentation, conversation, we will fill the container with exactly the right things that's needed. And I think we're doing the same thing here is we've got this container of trying to aim of growing the brand and then building the team that are going to bring it together and to fruition and then experimenting through the process. And I think that's the key mm. here. It's like, and I definitely do that with my books. You know, I build the container. I kind of know what I want to say. I begin the process and 
By the end of it, it's a different type of book. It might even have a different title, but I'd built the container and it took me weeks, months, and years to put stuff into the, into that container. I think it's um, mm. Adam Grant, not I think, I know for sure. It's Adam Grant on his book, Think Again, where he has three types of people. He says, you have people that when they get given a task, they do it immediately. They get people that get given a task to do nothing until the night before. And then you have other people that are obviously the, the best performers is that you, you start. And then you allow it to breathe. And other people call that mm. procrastination. But what you're actually doing is you've set up the structure and waiting for as much information to come to you. And the week before you're supposed to hand it in or the few days before you do the project. But you've allowed mm. this time in a space of container to, to really bring you the latest information that you have available to put into the container. So if people are listening to this and, and, and kind of the thing to take away from this is you don't have to know the answer. In fact, I think it will be impossible for you to know the answer when you start the journey. It's the intention of what you're trying to do and what sort of container you're wanting to build. And then in conversation, you start bringing more and more people into your fold that's wanting to share your vision of this container. They themselves yeah. will feel even better when you don't put any pressure on them to have to perform. It's like, look, Let's do this together. Let's collaborate. Let's understand this. Let's learn from each other. And let's fill this container to the best of our capabilities. And then I'll be also having conversations with five other people doing the same sort of thing. Mm. So mm. I think people are, are, are focused on perfection, not progress. And then the container must be solid before they start the process. And that's impossible. That, that, this, that doesn't happen, you know. Mm. So, yeah, yeah um, they need to be easy with themselves. I released a video this morning, actually, that said that at the end of the day, like, whenever you try something new, you might fail. And that's a very real possibility. But the alternative is that you might succeed. But the reality is that either way, you'll learn a lot. And I think, therefore, it's always worth trying. Like, you always have to immerse yourself, see what happens. Like, you know, you either fail you or you... Well, no, you, yeah. see, you see, even fail, like... Let's let's understand that you're not failing when you've just built a container and you're experimenting, you're trying things out. Where, where are you failing? The failing mm. is saying, I need it to be absolute at this time for this outcome. And if I don't get that, I failed. But if I'm saying to you, I'm going to bring a book out in August, the failure is to not bring it out in August. But the process of getting there, those are just iterations and revelations and expansion and a whole bunch of different things. There's no such thing as failure. Failure mm. is only well, looking for addiction to outcome. I agree with you, but I mean, if you if you don't bring your book out, if you had this in mind and you said, I, I couldn't like pick my book out, that's fine. You failed at bringing your book out on that specific date, but you still learned something in the process, right? Like okay. there was, there was still enough. an upside to it. Mm. Fair enough. So you've been making these videos and not writing your book that's coming out in 2024. What's going on here? Tell us about your book. Like what's, what's going on? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, on <laughs> it's on track for 2021, 2022, 2022. Um, listen, okay. I want us to wrap up. I want us to yes. wrap up because I see we're getting on time here. Um, there's one last thing that I want to touch on, which is that mm. in the name of name of experimentation, the podcast has taken on a few different formats, right? Like mm. initially we decided that it's just going to be the two of us having chats and, and seeing how things are going to go. Yeah. Then early last year we said, let's bring on some guests. Let's see how that goes. It wasn't necessarily the best way for the, for the podcast to be run, uh, but it was a good experiment to run anyway. Where we kind of settled is that we enjoy this format. We enjoy the riffing back and forth, and people seem to enjoy that as well. So in the name of experimentation, though, what we are going to do, what, which we haven't done before, is that we are going to be bringing on a sponsor. 
And the sponsor is yet to be determined. Uh, sponsor is actually the, the wrong word, I think. We're looking for a partner. Like, because what we are on is a mission to be more expansive. And we're looking for a partner who's on that same mission. And I've really been enjoying the conversations that we've had around who is a good fit. Because it's not just about getting someone to invest money into the podcast. It's really about an alignment of vision and and brand. Do you want to just like quickly say like just 30 seconds about your thinking around a good fit and what that looks like? Yeah, I think, you know, the company that we eventually choose to work with and chooses to work with us must almost be very proud to be associated with our thinking and our sharing and having all their staff listen to it. And it's almost like we must both be proud. I'm also don't want to, I don't want to now have, you know, our, our sponsors, KFC, that's not going to be a good fit. Not that KFC mm. want to do it with us anyway, but I think the value system needs to be very much aligned and there needs to be a very clear sharing of vision. So yes, we are looking for a partner and we think that with a partner, we can add value to that partner's life. We could do certain things for them and their staff and they could help us grow the brand and we could have a nice symbiotic opportunity to get new people to hear about their brand and our brand to be proliferated into their organization, not just through a podcast, but in other ways as well. So we're on the search. It's part of our experimentation and our process of growing. And so if you're out there and you think you could be a good sponsor or a good partner with us, please do reach out. Um, it's not actually a lot of money. It's not, but it's, but it's about really just partnering and, 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 and taking on a, a sort of mm. dynamic approach to marketing and to growth um, that we're going to go on a journey with for six months. And so, yeah, that's kind of what we're looking for. And uh, mm. good, good thing you brought it up, Eric. Uh, smart, smart move yeah. there. I didn't see you, I didn't see you, you bringing go. that up, but good. Yes, <laughs> yes, very good, very good. So uh, you can either reach out to hello at uh, johnsonnet.com or eric at erickruger.com and uh, then we can have the conversation. John, here's to the next uh, few months of experimentation and growing the podcast, being expansive yes. together. I look forward to it. Yes. Yes, me too. Uh, thank you for, for being the partner on this ever expensive journey. Thank you. And to you, my friend, uh, anybody else out there listening, if you enjoyed this, please share it with somebody you think you could do with hearing this. And also make sure you're taking care of yourself. The virus is still out there and mutating. And once you've done that, please go and help somebody else. Ciao for now. <laughs>